Welcome to the Let's See Grandma Career Warrior Podcast, where our goal is not only to help you land your dream job, but to help you live your best life. Today, I'm going to tell you what my actual resume writing process was back when I used to write resumes for my company. You'd probably love to listen to this if you're a resume writer yourself, a recruiter, or even a hardworking DIY job seeker who wants an awesome resume to land more interviews. This is going to be my tried and true method of writing a really good resume. Hopefully, you're able to take away some of these things for yourself because I like to do things differently than most people here and we'll come up with some creative solutions. But first, before we launch into the episode here, I just want to tell you that you, the listener, are why I do these episodes. In all seriousness, I would not be doing these episodes here week after week after week if I hadn't known that it would be helping all of you even at the micro level, even those who have listened to an episode here or there compared to those binge listeners, you are the reason why I'm doing the show. I know for a fact that you are getting value out of the show because I read these reviews and they're very heartfelt and I promised I would start reading a few of them here. And I'll start with this one from Amber BCC on left on August 3rd. She says, finding a job is a lot easier when you listen and apply Chris's practical advice on everything from resumes to interviews. Plus, the mini episodes are fantastic. In just 10 minutes, you get answers to lingering job search questions like, how far back should your resume go? Good stuff. Five stars all the way. That comes from Amber Beam, a career coach. Thanks so much, Amber. I really appreciate you leaving that review here. And one of the reasons I'm telling you why I do these episodes are hearing your feedback because it lets me know that I'm doing the right job here. Another quick exciting announcement here is about our Instagram promotional here. So if you go on our Instagram page, it's at Career Warrior Podcast and follow us. And all you have to do after you follow us is like the post that essentially says that you can get a free resume review just by liking the post. Sounds so easy so far, right? Then you'll be entered into a drawing or a raffle basically where if you're selected, you'll get a free individual resume consultation with me. I will work with you one-on-one -on -one and let you know where your areas of improvement are for the resume, and I will help you land that dream job in whatever way I can. Just head on over to our Instagram. It's at Career Warrior Podcast, and then like the post about the free resume review, and you'll be selected, hopefully, to win this consultation. All right, without further ado, this is episode 168 of the Career Warrior Podcast. Okay, so back when our company was much smaller, I used to write a good amount of resumes that we sold for our service here. We have since then grown and I have focused more on leading the company as the CEO, but I just love flashing back to the good old days where I would work one-on-one -on -one with clients and help them out with their resume. I always loved the personal interaction and hopefully some of these methods here will help you as well. I remember also when I was writing, I started getting into content marketing here and someone accused me of giving away my secret sauce with doing podcast episodes like this and doing blogs and telling people specifically what I did to help them write a really awesome resume. I just want to rebuke that real quick because first of all, there's a different type of person who wants to get a resume service than someone who really wants to do it themselves. So I hope here that I can either inspire someone to get the resume service or show them really what they need to do to write a good resume through my teaching here. 
So I'm going to give it all, <laughs> baby. This is, this is going to be it. I'm going to give you my tried and true method of what I used to do with all of my clients one-on-one. All right, let's get to it. Step number one is always I would meet with clients and discuss where they were applying and where their skill sets were. The consultation was always the first part of it because I always found like I was able to get the best information just by talking it out. If you're by yourself, that may look like a little bit of soul searching. It may look like journaling some things out yourself, or it may look like talking to a trusted colleague or family member about your job search. Things that I would ask clients in their consultation were, what specific jobs are you applying for? What is the number one position that you want to get that you want to really focus in on? And if I saw the client get lit up about a particular thing that they did in the past, I knew that this was something that I could really sell in a cover letter, resume, LinkedIn profile, and so that the client could sell in the interview. These are the things that I really wanted to make sure came through and really would shine in the resume. An example of this is one time I remember I had this awesome job seeker. She was applying for implementation specialist positions throughout the country, and she talked about this crazy awesome project she did with the school that she worked for where she implemented Salesforce and really helped that client's school get organized. She talked about it for about five minutes to 10 minutes with me on the phone. And I knew that this was something that I would end up putting on that first bullet point at the top of the resume. Do not skip this part. Most people want to get straight to writing the resume itself. But trust me, if you do your homework, it's really going to help you out in writing a good, clean resume. All right. So step two was my CSI detective session. You know, all those movies where the detective displays a bunch of clues and symbols and tacks it to the wall to draw connections with strings of yarn. Yeah, that was me. (laughs) I loved getting things printed out on paper. I would tape things to the walls and I always broke out my handy dandy highlighter and pen because it just really helped me to get it physically out in front of me. So the things that I would focus on during my CSI detective sessions were What keywords do I need to get my client through? So I would literally get a highlighter and highlight every single instance where I thought a keyword that could be used in applicant tracking software could be used to search for my client. If you don't know what ATS and keywords are, go back to our past episodes or Google Career Warrior podcast keywords and you'll you'll get some enlightening episodes there. But step two is really about finding out how people would search for my client. And I would also ask myself during this time, what was the most appealing part of my client for the jobs that they were applying for? So I would look at my clients at the more macro level and ask myself, really, what's appealing? What's going to be something that's really going to sell my clients and get them more interviews here? In the example of the Salesforce implementation with my past client, like I said, this is something that I knew I was going to bring to the forefront or the top of the resume. All right, so number one, soul searching slash meeting to discuss where your skill sets and interests are. Number two is that CSI detective session. And number three, now we're getting into the art of resume writing here is formatting. I know some people like to wait to the very end when it comes to formatting. I actually was the complete opposite just because I like making things look pretty design wise before I get into the content or phrasing. 
And that's just me because once I see that things look pretty, it's just more motivation for me to keep going, to be honest. So I like formatting first. So what I would do is I would select from one of my favorite templates, essentially look at the template that made the most sense and insert the content into that template. If you don't have a template, I recommend finding someone online, maybe working with us or coming up with the actual design itself first before you start writing the resume. And that's because it's going to give you some more clarity on exactly how your resume is going to look. And you're not kind of scrambling and tweaking things last minute because trust me, resume design can be really finicky, but formatting and really getting the design right was my method. Once again, this is what I do. This is what I used to do. So if you like saving these things towards the end, by all means, wait to the end. Number four, the fourth thing that I would do is storyboard the resume. Ah, the fun part. So here's where I ask myself, what actually makes it on the resume for the most part? And so during that crazy soul searching session that I told you about where I would speak with my clients, I was furiously taking down notes when I was speaking with my clients. So if you ever have ideas that come to you, things, projects that you've worked on in the past, skills that you have, you really want to kind of be getting it all on paper before you get this section here. So what I would do during storyboarding is end up taking all of those ugly bullet points that I would furiously write down in the resume process and start planting them in the different sections of the resume. So back to the Salesforce example, this was my client's most recent project that she was most excited about. So this is where I took that section and took that bullet point and pushed it to the very top of the resume. And so I would start to develop a story based on the past history that my clients had. And I really started to create this arc within the resume that was going to be most appealing for recruiters and employers to get the most interest out. The summary section, what do you want to include in the summary section? I know that's a big question for a lot of people. And so for this storyboarding session, I would ask myself, what is the most appealing or attractive thing about the client? I'm going to put that within the summary. Education, where does education belong on the resume? Does the client, were they out of school, you know, maybe three, five plus years, maybe it's time to make that education section at the bottom of the resume. Skill section, where does the skill section go? I would ask myself this as well. And what skills for the most part are going to make it on the resume? And this is also something that you can decide during the storyboarding process. All right. So we are most of the way through these steps here. Number one, we have the consultation or soul searching Number two, we have CSI keywords detective session. And mind you, the first step was about 30 minutes. The second step for me, the CSI session was about 45 minutes. Step three was formatting. I usually spent about 20 minutes on this. And storyboarding, the part that I just told you about right now, would take me about 30 minutes. Now, granted, this is just me. I've done these over and over and over again. It probably is going to take you longer, but just giving you an idea of what I did. Step five is phrasing. Okay, so by this point, you have this resume. It's all storyboarded out with all of your different sections and the different bullet points that you've decided that you're probably going to include within the resume. Let's be honest. If you were reading your resume, like I mean the actual bullet points and phrasing, it's probably going to be ugly. Like it should not look pretty because you haven't spent any time on phrasing and that's good because I would tell you not to worry about that until you get to this one specific work session. 
So phrasing, I recommend keeping it short, keeping it concise. If you have bullet points, probably two or three lines per bullet point, you want to try to cut it down to one single line. If you don't have any numbers or specifics or actions, or just if you don't have things that are popping out on the resume, now is the chance to really refine each bullet point to make it as attractive as possible for recruiters. And this is really important because sometimes it's the first thing that people look at is how you phrase things. How do you talk about yourself? Are you starting off each one of these bullet points with action verbs that showcase that you are excited about what you're doing, that you know what you're doing? Another big tip here is print it out. Please print it out or at least look at this document in PDF form so that way you can get a nice clean look at your resume without distractions. I often find when I print things out on paper and take a pen to it, I find all the grammar mistakes that I did not see before when it was in Microsoft Word or whatever program. There's also just a lot of awkward sounding stuff. So if you print it out, you're going to have an easier time identifying these things. Okay, that's phrasing. Took me this a little bit longer, probably about 45 minutes to get these things done. Step six, the final step, and this is so important to make sure you do before you get your resume out is you want to make sure that you edit it to quote unquote perfection. Granted, there probably is no such thing as a perfect resume because it is so subjective and your resume is going to look great to someone and it may look not so great to another person for a different company. But here's really where you want to do the fine tuning and make sure that all the different aspects of your resume are covered. So we talked about design. You want to tweak your design to make sure that it's clean and that there are no inconsistencies. You want to check over your spelling, look at your phrasing, how things are worded, and you want to take another pass to make sure that you have the appropriate keywords that are scattered throughout the resume. So once again, print out the resume another time. Once you have it looking real good, that's what I did. And once you have it printed out, do another pass through it and ask a friend, ask a friend bonus points if they're actually in your industry to look over the resume and get a second opinion about it. So these are the six steps that I did. This is the truth here. This is not anyone else's process, but mine. This is actually verbatim what I did, which is number one, I would meet with the client first to do some soul searching, looking at the types of positions they were applying for, looking at their strengths, what excited them. Number two, I would have a keywords detective session. Number three, that's formatting or designing the resume. Number four, storyboarding the resume and getting it looking nice and coherent. Number five was getting the phrasing done, getting the phrasing down, making sure that everything was concise. And number six, that's editing it to perfection, quote unquote, making all those last minute tweaks to getting the resume looking like a final product. So those are my tips here. And one kind of overarching piece of advice that's probably gonna help you is please do this over time. I did not do all of this down in one work session. In fact, I probably would want to take a hammer and, and start hitting my, my hand. I, I don't know. I'm just making that up. I would not really enjoy it if I was doing it all in one session. And the resume, just to be honest, would not turn out as good if I just did it in one session. So get up, take breaks, and probably try to do this throughout a few days so that you can give your brain some time to rest and maybe come up with some creative ideas in between those different work sessions. You'll realize certain mistakes were there that weren't apparent to you earlier. And you'll also just come up with some dope ideas that I'm sure are going to get you hired. So 
that's it. Those are my tried and true steps for coming up with an amazing resume to get you hired. Thanks so much for tuning in. Please, please, please follow us on Instagram and like that post if you want a shot at a one-on-one interview or a one-on-one consultation with me, that number one section that I talked about here in this episode here. Yeah, best of luck to you. I think that's going to be a really awesome competition. All right. This concludes episode 168 of the Career Warrior Podcast. Thanks so much for tuning in, and I'll see you next time. 